Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If someone said you could look more beautiful overnight, wouldn't you give it a try? My secret is Dreamcast. I tried it, and I've never looked so good. Wanna know how it works? Dreamcast 128-bit processor makes Lara more beautiful than ever before. So I look flawless, even on the run. The Dreamcast Beauty Treatment, as used by Lara Croft in Tomb Raider The Last Revelation. <laughs> even on the run. Is that about her jiggly parts? Yeah. I think it's about the jiggly parts. Jiggly parts. Hey, y'all, what's up? This is uh, Scott Johnson. I am one of the hosts of this here show called Play Retro. And I was in the mood for a game where the main character spends most of her time in the T-pose for all the games she's in. Oh, good news, I found some. Now, let's go get some relics from the bottom of some strange caves around the world and fight some dinosaurs with my two pistols. How come I have to squat on top of these weird save point things? Anyway, just give me a menu. Uh, these tombs won't raid themselves. Mm-mm. And I am your other host, Brian Dunaway, and I think these polygons are trying to seduce me. Just look at the size of those things, the proportions, the ratios. Yep, that T-Rex is huge, and his tiny arms and pointy teeth are calling my many names. Lara, Lara, Lara Croft. Also, I put my butler in the freezer of my mansion. Am I doing it right? Yeah. It's like I'm doing it right. You're doing it right. Now let's uh, now let's do backflips. This yeah. is the game. <laughs> this is the. <laughs> yeah, it is. Just do some nice slow black back black flips. Yeah. <laughs> back so, flips. Yeah, black flips. Yeah. When you black your eye out, when you you do it, yeah, there's no way to do this. No, uh, you I can't do it justice. But she she does. Uh, Laura Croft does. Laura Croft, sorry, does uh, lots of backflipping. Lara. And uh, she got to open some cave doors and find some cool shit. That's her deal. We're going to talk. That's what she do. And, and, and sometimes she encounters uh, T Rexes because you've completely. You've completely forgot about all the weird ass aliens and everything else because of the more recent Tomb Raiders mm-hmm. don't really address that as much. No, I don't think she's fought a dinosaur in any of those new ones. But. No, no, no aliens, no dinosaurs, mm-hmm. uh, not, not too many exotic animals in mm-hmm. the newer things like mm-hmm. you would see in the back in the day. Yeah, but so, in the old yeah. one, I when I, I played a little Tomb Raider one this this week in prep for the show, and uh, I killed some monkeys. <laughs> oh yes, I did too. That was I was I was kind of oh we should totally we should totally talk about that. That that kind of hurt my feelings. We'll talk I about did that. too. I felt like there was way more animal death than my memory serves. I thought more yeah, about dinosaurs and aliens, but one no. of one of the, the 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 father of uh of of that uh of the, the Lara Croft, he talks about that. Toby Guard talks oh, yeah. about that. Toby Croft mm-hmm. is his real first name. To- Toby yeah, Toby Croft. <laughs> Old Toby Croft w- with his daughter. Wait till you hear how wait till you hear how she got her name. Oh, I can't so it's wait. Gonna be, it's going to be a good one. So I've been spending all my time in the last week. I, admittedly, this is not retro gaming, but I've been playing a lot of Starfield and a lot of Cyberpunk 27, 2077. And I was like, reasons, 27, what's that? The reason Cyberpunk's <laughs> been getting so much of my time is because they put out a new expansion called Phantom Liberty, but also uh, they put out a 2.0 patch, which basically it's it's like a whole new game. It's almost like that game was an early access 
publicly for three years right. and they just never called is, it that. Which is which is true. Because the game is so good now. It was so um, it it was such a so um what's the word I'm looking for? They really bit off more than they could chew. Um is what it really, it's a huge it well, to. yes, and release before they should have is what they did. Yes. They should have waited. They should have never been they were a little too concerned about making sure PS4 and Xbox One got their game got their version of the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next gen console versions were okay. PC version was definitely running the best, but even then there were problems and bugs and issues and it just, you know, left a lot of sour taste for a lot of gamers. Can't wait for like 20 years to pass by and get some perspective on it and be able to talk about it here on play. Yeah, retro. Cause in 20 years, that game will be retro. Think of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, the reason I brought that up is not just cause that's what I played, but, uh, cyberpunk <clears throat> is so good now, but part of the reason I love it is they've done such a good job in world building to capture some of that cassette futurism stuff mm. that, you know, and people forget that the whole cyberpunk rule book and all that stuff was written in the eighties, early eighties. Exactly. And, um, and it, and it was really, you know, prescient in a lot of ways, but also some of it has the trappings of that era and the game doesn't shy away from that stuff. Like very, very rarely is something truly wireless in the game. Uh, you're having to jack into stuff a lot. Lots of cables. You pull it out of your arm, which has like a, you got a built-in port in your hand. You pull jack out like in. a like a retractable cable and jam that into a computer and hack it, mm. like that kind of stuff. Some of the devices and and props in the game are big, thick, you know, fat-looking electronics from the from old times, but also oh, yeah. you know retro future kind of. And I. The whole time, I'm just like, man, I want to make a, I want to make something that looks like that. That has like rotating uh, uh, wheels for like tape to tape, reel to reel bullshit. No one's going to do that in the year 2077, but this game's pretty sure mm-hmm. we are. And I love mm-hmm. that. I love mm-hmm. that about it. And so if you're a retro head, but you want to be doing something modern, that game, A, 2.0 patch is something incredible. It's very, very good. But right. B, oh, and I also say, I don't know how it's even possible. It feels like magic that that thing runs as well as it does on a Steam Deck. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. They even have a setting in there literally called Steam Deck. You choose oh, yeah. it. It just maximizes everything. It knows what it's dealing with for the Steam Deck and behaves appropriately and is one of the smoothest, cleanest, best-looking experiences you can have on that device. It does chew through battery and blow that fan real loud, but still, <laughs> it's worth doing. Anyway, so that's what I did, Brian. Would you? Would you do? Would you hang around? Well, well first of all, I want to say that we got to do an episode on Snatcher. I mean, yeah, that's going to happen, right? We Snatcher. got we got a couple of old cyberpunk games beneath a still sky and Snatcher. Some of my favorite older school cyberpunk stuff. All right, so what have I been doing? Well, let me tell you what I did on Monday night. Tell me, Monday night I was going to stream Tomb Raider for all of those faithful who tune into my Twitch channel, and instead I had an eight year old come over and she challenged me. To some DDR dance off. That's right. Okay. 2023 right. had to bring out the old PlayStation 2 and my two Konami dance pads. And we. Oh, these are the ones you took to. Down. You took them to Nashville or wherever you went. I Yeah, Nashville. That's where we went. Went to Nashville. Not Nashville. Went, Asheville or Ash. We went to Asheville, North Carolina. And you're right. Me and, me and uh, Ibit, we danced the night away. Uh, but we did it <laughs> like in uh, cooperation mode. No, oh, no, yeah. this is an eight year old. Yeah talking some smack yeah you know what i mean yeah competitive like, i'm doing more i'm doing more steps than you rock. and she's right mm-hmm. but i'm not having that in my house you're not coming up in my house and gonna tell me that you're gonna dance me off no sure. way sure so we got we got we got to business mm. and sure enough that's what i did on monday night i got the whole family involved 
Aldrig also got on there. I got some footage of that. But man, when I did that, I was like, wow, I really need to play some DDR modern. Surely there must be a modern version of this. Well, sort of, kind of. There is an oh. arcade. Home stuff, pretty non-existent. There are some things on the PlayStation 5. I looked it up. And they all involve linking your cell phone. Yeah, and so yeah. you dance around. I played all these things, right? The Connect yeah. had a dancing thing that you could do where it would detect your motion. Sure. You know, there's all kinds of dancing games. But DDR is where it's at. And if you click on that Twitter link I just posted or I posted earlier, next to that, there's a, there's a little announcement teasing a new DDR thing coming out. I don't know what it is. Really? If it's going to be a new thing in the arcade or if it's going to be some kind of home thing. But... DDR needs to make it back to the home, and if not, I've got my my trusty DDR uh, on my PlayStation 2 and my two Konami dance pads. If you haven't experienced that kind of gameplay, that tactile gameplay of stomping on you know on uh, squares, yeah. man, that's yeah. a lot of fun. Well, There's a bunch of stuff on Amazon that are like standalones. Yeah, but I don't want to get I don't want to get into that ganky no. stuff. I want I want real I want songs that I know, like that David Bowie song. Yeah, or even Dance, newer, newer yeah. stuff that you're not going to be able to get on. Oh, be, yeah, that'd be good too. New yeah. stuff would be good too. But I, uh, yeah, that'd be cool. I don't know. Like the closest we have to anything new like this feels like to me uh, was VR with Beat Saber. That feels like the closest we've come to yes. a really popular rhythm game mm-hmm. using new tech or whatever. So if DDR is going to make a comeback, do they do they do it in a way that's like well? It's going to have to be dance pads like the old days. They'll be wireless, though, so charge them up. Or, you know, I don't know. How do they do it this time around? I miss the dance pads. There's something about the dance pads. And so, you know, the Switch, they have their little dance game, too. And you wear the little bands. If you've got any of the exercise stuff, you just basically put a Joy-Con. You strap it on your body somewhere. Mm -hmm. And that's neat and all. But I want something that's going to force me to be kind of not cheaty. Let me give an example. Give it. So when Wii Bowling first came out. Ooh. Sure. Ethan, Ethan used to tear our butts up. That's my son. He's, yeah. He used to kill us. What, you turn around mad. a bowl and then he would jam a hot poker in your butt? Or I don't get no, it. No, 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 no. Yeah, that, that would burn me up too. But <laughs> it burned me up because, uh, you know, I'm all out there trying to do my perfect form, you know, thinking that that will translate to the controller. It doesn't. Yeah. Because you're a pro. Digital bowling, you take it serious. It's not some throwaway thing right. for you. I take that very serious. So I'm, I'm doing perfect form like I'm at the bowling alley. I'm totally immersed in the role-playing activity of bowling. Yeah. And Ethan is just sort of flicking his wrist. He just flick. I'm like, that's not even, that's not even how you bowl. No, nah, so he's Nick gaming, too. He's my son the did the same BS. He would do the same. He would almost like just flippantly throw a ball and get strikes every time I hated it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's BS. Yeah. I want that's I don't want to cheat the system. And I feel like those dance pads, you kind of, you kind of have to hit it. You said it's very tactile, right? Yeah. You, you yeah. have to hit it. Yeah. The, the dance thing with the phone is just you holding your phone in your hand and I guess it's supposed to detect. So what is it? Motion know, tracking? Is that what's going on? I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming it's detecting. You know, your your rotation of the, of yeah. the gyration, the rotation of the gyration. Well, of yeah, the things. Gy- gyroscopes and all that would kick in, right. and then it would just have to tra- You know, it have to read that off an app or whatever wirelessly mm-hmm. to the device. Uh, but that's and that's how the Wiimote version of Just Dance worked, I guess. Yeah, but it's such a cheat because I was sitting there, I danced like just spot on to what they were doing on screen, and I did pretty good there. But then I also just stood there and just uh, uh, yeah, and did just uh, as well. And I was like, yeah. yeah, I'm still doing it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like that's bullshit. I, I hate that because it really does take away the mystique of it. It's just like right. What's the point? You know, what's the point? If I can just if if I'm gonna get up here because that's that's half the fun 
is the competitiveness part of it. And that's what I loved about competing with this DDR, the eight-year-old. Yeah. She loved it. She yeah. loved it. This, this tech is not old to her. It's this tech. No, right? it's nothing like this. To her, this is maybe even new tech, you know? Right. She sees that and so, goes, yeah. what? Uh, it, I, it corresponds with every foot step right. I take on right, up, down, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I feel like the future of Dance Dance Revolution requires a tactile input. Yes. If you don't yes. do that, what is the point of doing what it? What is the point? And my favorite is whenever I'm, I forget what song it is, but whenever I hear it, I always know it because it's one of the songs that uh, Hal does um, in Malcolm in the Middle. Do you remember when he did the whole competitive DDR thing? Mm, oh, Do you remember yeah, those vaguely. Yeah, I, I remember so, it happening. I don't remember details. Those are hilarious. Been a long time. Those were hilarious. But yeah, I always feel like Hal every time I'm doing that. But uh, <laughs> but that's what I did this week. And then retro. you went and then you went and made meth in your in your Winnebago. That's uh, yeah. what up to you. I mean, come on. Yeah. When you when you step away and you go, you know, you're excited in the moment, but then you step away. It's like, what am I doing in my life? And then you go, okay, time to hit out to the, you know, to the, to the meth bus. You know what we should do if we want to really celebrate cyberpunk games in the history of that style of gaming, right? And want to go full retro. Do you ever play Syndicate back in the day? Um, I did not, but I oh. have watched some video, and that that you're right. That is. Syndicate that's ruled. That's up there. It Syndicate ruled, is awesome. dude. Such a great game. Even that, um, it's underrated because hardly anyone played it. But when they tried to reboot right. that as a shooter not too many years ago, probably 10 years yeah. ago, yeah, uh, it was called Syndicate, Syndicate something. So cool. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm looking so at cool. it thinking maybe I did play some Syndicate. Did you? I am Bullfrog Productions, uh, RTS. I, um, did I play some of that? I can't remember. There's a bunch I'm sure of them, once though. I start playing, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I fired this up on the amber nick or something that's usually what ends up happening well here's some others the blade runner adventure game was amazing beneath the steel sky was really good i never played hell a cyberpunk thriller which was what 95 or something right um rise of the dragon i don't remember that oh, yeah. uh this says the top four are snatcher snatcher's great yeah snatcher's that's a class old school too that's like 88 yeah and that was like uh Hideo Kojima joint, I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I love uh, that one. I, system, played, I played a good bit of that one. System Shock number two, three. That's getting a remake, actually. And then mm-hmm. Shadow Run number two, tied for two. And then Deus Ex is number one. That's probably retro enough for us. I oh, yeah. That, that that's a really good list of uh, a Deus cyber. Ex one, dude. Yeah. Oh, man, that thing was so ahead of its time. We could always pivot. We haven't announced what we're doing next week. I'm just saying we could always pivot. You know what? In the shadow of the Cyberpunk 2077 rebirthing itself like the phoenix it's so right. good we should look back why don't we're pivoting. we we're going let's do syndicate specifically all right we're pivoting all right syndicate and once we do a little research we can make sure it's you know enough for a full show but i think it is syndicate's rad freaking bullfrog did it it's an rts basically sort of and uh it's amazing it's so good i put it in the notes syndicate right. and cyberpunk shit we're doing it we're, we're shifting gears, you guys. We're shift not today though. Today we're doing our thing. Um, <laughs> and it's not DDR. It's actually going to be about the the Tomb Raider. It's about the, the Tomb the Lara, Raider. The Lara Croft. The Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Oh, real quick here. Sorry, I gotta just pull up the wrong. I got the wrong links. Doing. The I wrong love thing. that Dreamcast commercial though. I never played the Tomb Raider on the Dreamcast or the Saturn for that matter. Mm. Uh, Dreamcast or Saturn? Like, um, I neither one because there was what three was on the Dreamcast, yeah. and the first one was originally developed for Saturn. So never had any of the Sega Tomb Raider experience. Mine was always with Sony. I want to say I played. I think maybe the first one 
my first experience may not have been the whole game, but playing some mm. of it may have been either oh, a, man. either a Saturn demo. Yeah, I better say they 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 were handed this this game was on every demo disc you could find. That's how I played it the first time too. I believe it was on a PlayStation. I got it uh, in a PlayStation magazine. Well, um, let, let's let's talk about it. This, let's this, do it. This is it. Shall we play a game? Why not? Tomb Raiders 1 through 3, the OG Tomb Raiders, the jiggly-looking, bad polygon Saturn PlayStation 1, you know. The ones on deck for that that remaster that's supposed to hit this next February. Currently is where it's scheduled, I believe, in next February 2024. Oh, was it? I thought it was still this year. I don't know why I thought that. That was still this year? I think it is next year. Okay. But I'm still stoked. I remember nothing. Um, mm-hmm. this is, uh, this was the hugely still to this day, very influential series, uh, starring Laura, Laura, whatever you want, Croft. It's yeah. The, the, the matter of fact, there's a reason that her name is Laura L A R A because originally it was going to be like you spell L A U R A, but the Americans were all pronouncing it wrong. This is a, this is one of those, uh, British jams, right? This is, yep. this is from core, right? Not not the podcast. Not the podcast. The core, now, core def- design. now defunct core design. They don't exist anymore. But uh, mm-mm, mm-mm. they were published by Eidos and uh, uh, what are their names? Um, can't think of the other. We've we've talked about them before, and we talked about Legacy of Kane, uh, the 3D ones. What, the, what are those called? Those, those guys. Soul those Reaver. Guys. Soul Reaver game. Soul Reaver. Uh, these are these were huge. Um, some would say groundbreaking, uh, and also one of I the first first examples of like, hey, check it out, female protagonist in our video games. That's kind of rare these days. <laughs> so you had that going on, and uh, twenty seven years strong. later, still going strong. Although I don't know, we're, we're in a weird thing right now where uh, Square Enix for a while owned. Uh, Crystal Dynamics and those mm-hmm. newer Tomb Raider games, the new the new trilogy, uh, three games, fantastic. By the way, they're oh, all yeah. really good and worth picking up on the cheap almost anywhere. And they're they're super next gen looking and they're great games. Um, they were working on a fourth, and then Square Enix shed itself of all of its Western developers and mm-hmm. are focused inward on all their Japanese stuff, you know, Final Fantasy and everything else. So now, I believe what's going on is. Crystal Dynamics owns the rights to do whatever's next, but they have to, you know, shell everything out to do it. So I don't know what that means ultimately for the franchise, if we're going to get any new ones, but no one can deny how influential and huge Tomb Raider is in the long haul. It's a big deal, dude. Yeah. Like when I played the first Tomb Raider, I was blown away. I couldn't stop playing, even though I hate tank controls, and that's essentially what you're getting here with uh, the first Tomb Raider and with the first three, at least. It's all tank controls, meaning that you drive Laura like a tank, and if you go into uh, if you go into certain moves, you're not coming out until you get done, until she's done, done moving. Yeah. And lots of times, that may mean death. Yeah, it's or, uh, not great, that part of it. Um, it doesn't hold no. up as well as you'd hope in terms of control. But, you know, we're talking about early PlayStation controller, no analog sticks, like... They're they're learning. 3D is still a new space. You know this. Yeah, is the con- biggest the biggest guy on the block at this point is going to be your Mario 64, and that's yeah. where everybody's taking their their cues for how cameras work and how you want to platform and that type of stuff. So still early on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, an amazing game, though. It sounded like this. So here's some audio. That's Laura Croft shooting a bear. That's a very, I, I ran into that bear. Yeah, I forgot about rough. that bear. 
It's a rough bear. Yeah, and it is it, pretty early on uh, in level one when you're probably going to run into that bear. Um, you fall through, <laughs> you try to make a jump, you fall, and it's like, oh, there's a bear in this cave yep. and or this tomb. And so you had to start blasting them. Auto-aim is a great thing, thank God, because this game is more about exploring than it really is about the combat. There is combat, but it's light for the most part, and you have to engage the combat mode. Um, I always do it in the, on the uh, on the PlayStation, so I know it's just like that top little triangle button, wink. Yeah. And then I get into my I get into my my mode for shooting, and then she just she aims auto aims everybody, and uh, you just you just fire away. And those guns are a very satisfying way they sound too. I oh, they're great. Yeah, no, the sound works really top notch. They got even better with two and three. Um, it's a it's a fun game to play in the era it was big. You right, right. Now, if you, and the tank controls are frustrating as shit. You're just like, what? Except for this person you're showing, for whatever the hell reason, you're showing the world champion Tomb Raider player because <laughs> he's having no trouble. He's this person. This person is like flipping, doing things. I'm like, holy crap! That's how you can do that. Yep. Jumping is is super important in Tomb Raider, and learning how to jump more than just straightforward. You know, most games just jump straight. So like in Mario. You got the you get the back jumps. You can do more. You can do higher things with the back jumps. You mm-hmm. can do kind of double jumps. You can do side jumps. That weird side jump There's, is fun if you can pull it off. That's pretty. I fun love. Thing. It's one of the most effective. It lands the most efficiently um, it, out of all the jumps. I can usually, I can usually pace it just right. This is all based on a grid system too. By the way, we haven't said that on Tomb Raider. But oh yeah, the this entire world is a grid. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's weird it's, because you go back and look now, because I don't think three was as much that way, but one and two, you can kind of tell. Mm, feels, oh, yeah, it you, feels spaced that way, right? There's a math yeah. to it. Um, three mixed it up quite a bit, and the games past then were much more dynamic, but the worlds in here, they feel like they're cookie-cutter pieces, and it's okay. It's not mm. a bad thing. It's just you know, you're, you know you're not playing. Every room is, has a mathematically relative space going on right including each one of your moves so you can you can see it after a while you're like oh when i push the d-pad forward she she walks you know this many steps and then when she jumps backwards she may go more steps than that and that's kind of that can cause some frustration especially during the platforming stuff Mm -hmm. because you'll you'll have to be on the edge sometimes to make the jump especially later on this game is brutal by the way i don't think we haven't mentioned that yet tomb raider no. It is hard. It is it is old school, freaking hard. It, this thing wants to die, wants you to die, and that's kind of where this the idea for the game come from. Anyway, it's kind of it is based on what they wanted to make was a Indiana Jones type uh, game, right? Where you're an explorer and you're and you're looking for treasures, and everything is a trap. Just like in Indiana Jones, always having to defeat the traps. You're kind of the same thing with uh, with Laura here. Oh, this is something I did not remember. At all. Not at all. I thought everything, I thought all assets in this game were 3D, you know, except for like the texture maps on the on the walls and stuff. But I thought it was all 3D. There's uh, 2D sprites on some things. Mm-hmm. And it, it's oh, very yeah. striking because you'll, you're walking along and you're like, okay, 3D, 3D, 3D. And then all of a sudden you'll see, what am I playing? Doom? Because yeah. you're walking around <laughs> something and you know, the, follow, the sprites like trying to follow you around to make sure that you don't see any flat edges. Yeah. There's the idea they had to cut a lot of corners to to make that stuff look right. 
yeah, they they moved they moved along pretty quickly in the first one. They moved way too fast mm-hmm. on the second and thirds, but uh, on the first one, they really had to uh, get this thing put together. Well, here's really what's, here's strong. what's funny about it. The first one was so anticipated. It w- it made every cover yeah. of every gaming magazine long before it came out. It was uh it was the number one anticipated title. Yes, kind of across the board. And I remember at the time. Next Generation Magazine and mm-hmm. Game Pro and everything else were just everyone's waiting for Tomb Raider. Everyone's waiting for Tomb Raider. Yeah. The pressure was Lara, like Lara Croft is is uh, easily marketable, right? She's <laughs> she's got she's got sex appeal in a market otherwise lacking any sex appeal, other than you know uh, exploitive work. This is not she's not exploited. The, you know that's that was one of the things they were trying to do. Toby Gard especially. Who's the who's the creator? And he has fought really hard over the years to kind of push back and go, okay, she's not just a sex symbol, right? She's she's sure she has some some qualities of of sex sure, symbol. Sure, she but could be attractive, I suppose, to the right person. Right, right. It's a little yeah, yeah. weird, so he, but sure. He he apologizes a lot. It's really weird how he talks about it because it's kind of like all of us do. It's like, eh, there's always that stupid argument. It's like, well, would you want to see Superman if he was a big? flabby guy no you want to see somebody muscle bound <laughs> yeah. even though muscles have absolutely zero to do shit to do with flying right 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 so it's <laughs> <laughs> they've got shit to do with flying right I've never so thought of you it don't need yeah. right so it, you know it is creative license there so are you going to make a you know a a straight stick of a, a female uh, protagonist or, you know, of course she gonna be not. A little bit she's going to be in curvy, shape. She's going to be a little curvy. She's going to be yeah. feminine. She's going to be all those things, of course. And she's going to be tough as nails. And I bought into it. I was like, yeah, she's a badass. Oh, yeah. I, I, I want to see Lara Croft succeed yes. at, at her various attempts to kill goats and whatever she has to kill. It's right. most, it's mostly, <laughs> <She killed. laughs> there's no goats, but you know, right. The, the first one, uh, Toby Gard talks about that. I read a great interview from 98 where he kind of, you know, he left pretty early on uh, in the development. It was after the first one and they kept trying to milk him. They kept trying to, you know, it's like, I got, I got nipples. Can you milk me? Yeah. No, he was trying, you know, they were trying to, they were trying to milk the franchise and he was just like, no, that's enough. I am out. I don't want and to. Do so this. he had a yeah. lot of vitriol to spit out on these early interviews and stuff. But he talks about this. Someone had, um, had asked him, it's like uh, in GameDeveloper.com's interview with Toby Gar from 98, um, they wanted to know why there were so many endangered animals as enemies in the game. Well, tons first of, of all, he's bears, freaking of monkeys and bonobos and freaking uh, right. all these Man. weird, these animals. Actually, some of them just don't straight up belong where they are. Like, right. Why is right. there a bear in this tomb? Why is he in there? <laughs> So his response to this was, I wanted the game to start off uh, with enemies that were reasonably realistic so that the player could begin to believe in the Tomb Raider world and hopefully be more surprised when it all went weird at the end, which it does. By the time you get through, you fought a T-Rex, you fought a doppelganger zombie of Lara Croft. You, I don't think, there's very few humans do you kill. Uh, but there's some guards, but not there's, many. there's a few, there's, there's a few, but for the most part, yeah, because is it one where you, sk- where you fight the skateboarder? E, no, that's is that the first two, one that two, I think that's two. And in that, three, you come up against some evil guard people. So, right. But the first game you're right, mostly <laughs> void of people, which I think yeah. I really liked about it. It's part of the reasons that a lot of people had a problem with the, the reboot first game. Right. Uh, that came out in 2013 or whatever it was. The people's problem with it, and I kind of agree with it at the, at the time, it was really focused on other people and not 
tombs and weird weird ideas mm-hmm. inside of tombs. And it just got more. It was kind of more militaristic or whatever. Um, they right. changed they changed that with the second and third games. But the first game was kind of full of that, and that was part of their story plan. So I don't really fault it in the long run. But, um, but yeah, this first game's a lot more about there's tigers in here for some reason. Let's kill those. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, then, you and he does. He says that you know he he thinks it's bad to kill humans. So this was the you know the 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 options. So you would expect, right? You you want to her to feel heroic. So you got to go against something dangerous, right? You don't want. We don't want to fight in what chipmunks or something. So yeah, no. I mean the rats. The <laughs> no. rats are annoyed. The bats are the worst. Freaking chipmunks would be great though. Now you want me to want right. it. Now I want it. So that's that's that they don't do that until Tomb Raider three, the <laughs> one that made me feel the worst about myself. <laughs> I kind of hated killing animals in Tomb Raider. Tomb 3. Raider three oh. was interesting. Well, we'll get to that in a sec. But Tomb Raider three is right. a real is a real interesting evolution of the series, and it would be the last of these. Right? These right. these OG right. ones. First. Um, my so I got a little story when I was. Uh, let's see this game first game came out in 96 um, I picked it up day one and I'm pretty sure I played it on PS1 for the full playthrough I think that's what I did right, right. I played by the way you have not been seven. playing the PS1 graphics go ahead oh no hell no this is this is like a rem- <laughs> semi remastered modded up thing yeah yeah yeah. Uh, so, and you'll see when I show video for two how shitty it used to really look right uh, but anyway uh, my daughter is two all right. She was born oh, in 94. Wow. She's a little two-year-old girl. And she wasn't, she hadn't really played a ton of video game stuff, just simple stuff with me, you know, sitting in my lap or whatever. She's very young. Mm-hmm. And uh, she didn't really play this, but she would sit in my lap and try to watch me play it. And she had a mm-hmm. really hard time. So for the longest time, this was called the game. No, how, the scary game with the lady in it. That was the name <laughs> of it. It is scary. Those so, animals yeah, are scary. It was scary. super scary. So she would say, Dad, Daddy, can I sit on your lap and watch you play the scary game with the lady in it? <laughs> and right. I would say, yep, let's do this. And we'd play Tomb Raider. And she would be mostly fine until we'd get to some chasing around dinosaurs or, you know, a cat, big oh cat's after me. And she would, like, change directions and go, Dad, I don't want to. I can't watch this. So we'd have to go play yeah. Mario or something else. Um, but to this day, I'm always like, She'll say, Dad, what's a cool game right now? I've been looking for something on my Xbox. And I'll go, have you tried the scary game with the lady in it? And she's like in her 20s now. And she thinks that's funny yeah. as hell. Or or I think it's, it's funny as hell. And she thinks I'm annoying. It's, it's um, good to laugh at your emotional damage. Yeah, it of really course. Is. You have to be there yeah. for them, with them, around them. You know, it's good. But here's the other right. thing I was going to say about the grid system in the game that becomes right. obvious now these days. You look at it and you just tell everything's equally spaced or whatever. But that's mm. important because her moves were based on that math. So yes. if she yeah. jumped back, did her back jump, it was exactly one yes. grid movement. If she did the weird forward thing or the side thing, it was exactly, two, you know, the side thing was like two two squares. And it was exactly two squares. Yeah. And so, you know, in those days, that's how you would want to handle that math. These days, you can have much more dynamic uh, environments that aren't based on any kind of grid system. And the character uh, adjusts for a jump and makes right. it or doesn't make it based on more loose, like, liquid rules. You know what I'm saying? You, you, have, you have nailed it because that's exactly what Mario 64 does. It has we've 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 listened to a bunch of interviews about that. It is intentionally it cheats a little bit right. so that the player can get to where they need to be. This game is precision, and it's really it's odd because they give you a high level precision control system. It's just clunky, but 
No. And and that but they what they do is they 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 require you sometimes to perform a perfection because it can be attained, right? It can be a you you can you can literally like hit the the forward button two times and it'll be exactly where you expect it to be. Yeah, so that, you can that's get, a really good observation. Yeah, you can yeah. get the map you can get the math done quicker than you can do memorize the level or whatever. Yeah. Because yeah. the math will tell you that Oh, well, I'm in the middle of this square. If I do that jump forward, it's going to land me in the third square over at the exact mm-hmm. same place my feet are now in this square. Mm-hmm. Even though they did some tricks with textures to make it seem dynamic or whatever. Like t- some people may see that and go, oh, that's a that's an old way of doing games. Mm-hmm. I see it as innovative as shit. Because it, it was for so its time. innovative. Yeah, for its time. This is a stepping yeah. stone that's required for the 3D revolution in, in gaming. And I think it's fascinating. Like yeah. somebody sat around and said, well, how are we going to do this in 3D space? Well, make it all equidistant from each other. And then, yeah. and then she can move within that world and do it without too much trouble. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's brilliant. It's an amazing it's, idea. It, is really, it was one path. They took it. It's really of his time, though, because if you try to play it now, it's pretty counterintuitive at first. But the more I played it, the more it started selling it, it with yeah. me. You get used to it. But... This person, like I've said before, whoever Scott, he found this world champion Tomb Raider player because this guy is, <laughs> this person is controlling like Laura, like no problem. This is not my experience. I'm constantly running into walls, mainly because I'm using my analog stick. So I'm using the PS5 controller lots of times or the oh, Steam Deck when I was playing yeah, this. yeah, that may be tricky or different. Yeah, so and, and even when I was using the D-pad, I seem to drift either left or right. I don't seem to ever want to go just straight forward or just straight back. So I end up always, Laura's always like running in like circles. And boy, if you, if you try to take a little, if, if she's turning a little bit left, she's turning a lot left. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I was, I was having a lot of trouble navigating through. If I had, if I had time to go from uh, jumping from one platform to the other, that was no problem. The run and jump is really hard because she can't do just a, a a forward jump without moving first. Yeah. Um, So that, that, it is it weird. A it's a little weird yeah. to get used to that. Um, and you're right. Counterintuitive and, and based this, on all the innovations since then, but it, it's fine. Oh, yeah. Th- this one is definitely some kind of mod because in the first release, uh, Laura's ponytail did not make the final cut. It gets tucked in behind her backpack. This yeah. one has her ponytail moving around. lying around all yeah. willy-nilly. This version is... Uh, so gorgeous. this is the 96 one, but it's been modded, it says here to do widescreen so this 12 by or yeah, this the widescreen uh, fix. Uh, mm-hmm. ratio right um right. and some of the physics stuff as you mentioned so definitely an improvement i don't know where you get this that's probably some modified wrong or something either. it I looks no good idea. though but it does look all right um now let's move over to two now two came pretty quick uh the very next year mm-hmm. <laughs> One oh, year later, eight, baby. Like, yeah, they had like eight months development time after after the first one landed, and they said, "Ooh, look at all the sales we're getting. Let's fire it back up, team." Yep. Even though the team hadn't slept, this is also in the interviews. The team hadn't slept. There was divorces going on mm-hmm. because people weren't home for like two years in that first one, but they kept promising royalty checks as long as those developers stayed at core. Sure. But you think people right. think that 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 crunch is a new problem in gaming? No, this was terrible. Uh-uh. Like I said, divorces, health problems, people sleeping in, uh, you know, in, in cabinets, you know, just just any way to get it done within the few years they had. Yeah, it's like, hey, well done, well done, team. We we published this game. 
Uh, sorry about your apnea. Sorry about your diabetes. Sorry about your heart attack. And I'm sorry about your marriage. But uh, we made it. We did right. it. We nailed it. Good job. But you're gonna get you're gonna get a few royalties or some kind of uh, you're gonna get some kind of incentive checks uh, in in as long as you don't leave and try to sue us. And so yeah, there's a, there there are a couple of motivators as to why you should all be happy and stay here and now make two. Uh, right, speaking make of two. two, here's a little audio. Eight months. Now, oh, this this is a good time to bring this up. So, uh, more shooting, right? Here's the oh, thing. Yeah. The games don't really have uh, music. They do, but it's sparing, right. and it's for mo- certain moments. Most of the game is handled in kind of musical silence with just a lot of ambient noise. And I have to say, that's one of my favorite things about them. And revisiting them was a reminder of this, because a lot of games now, we get, we're like movies. Movies are afraid not to have a blanket of sound always happening with music for any given scene. Once in a while, they get daring. We just saw that um, uh, that uh, that born born ultimatum. Yeah, Barnes of um, ultimatum. You're yeah, right. ultimatum, ultimatum has this it. amazing scene mm-hmm. in Morocco where they're fighting in that room, or I think it was Morocco. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and they they cut all music there. It's just mm-hmm. them fighting and the it's sounds just- of fighting. <laughs> It's incredible. Like it's really intense. And uh, speaking of whole movie versions, like no, no country for old men famous for featuring very little music. There's, there really isn't any, there's some discordant sound at the beginning. And then most of the movie is without music. And it's a creative, uh, aesthetic choice to make that really changes how you feel about certain scenes and video games that don't have music soundtracks trip me the F out because they're so much more cinematic I feel like I'm. Uh, the stakes are higher somehow. It's hard to explain. It, it, it takes oh, away no. of artificiality that exists, and you know when the music's there. And I really respect it. Yeah, um, it definitely makes you. It's it's kind of more immersive because you have to depend on your own emotions instead of having someone to inform your emotions with yes. music. Yes, and uh, it, it's it is it's thrilling, and it used so sparsely that they do have when they do have music. It's usually like, oh, I'm about to encounter a boss or something that's going to be more difficult. And so you automatically, since you've been in silence for so long, it amps you up. Now, yeah. they do make use of your uh, of your emotional energy at that point, And I like it. It's, it's used sparingly. It's really good. Yeah. Now, this one is actual footage from a PS1 uh, capture. And is it the four by three ratio? It is uh, jiggly, horrible, you know, <laughs> uh, texture maps and all that stuff. And but she did have she had the physics hair by now and uh, yeah it's a huge improvement on just how the game felt. That's a small little detail, but I remember thinking, yeah. oh man, she's like she's animated now. Look at her. It was it was it was big on the to do list because a lot did not change between one and two. Um, it was mostly just the the finishing polish. Uh, it's the same math some. issue too. Like the game yeah. adheres to a grid. Like her mm-hmm. trying to jump to this boat right now. That boat is literally two grid spaces away. Yeah. And for her to do anything meaningful, she has to remember that. <laughs> right. Um, oh, I remember. Look this. at that water. I love yeah. those 2d water sprites. It's that bad. is it's fan bad. freaking tastic. This used to give me heartburn. This, this sequence, yeah. I hated the Pe- people. Yeah. People love, hate this, uh, this, this boat ride right here. This is a, it's garbage. This is a, a memorable moment yeah. in the tomb Raider two series. Um, well, she's pre- pulling up her inventory. She's got health packs. That's another thing about the the Tomb Raider series, the first three especially. Um, you have unlimited uh, b- b- pistol ammo, mm-hmm. but you can pick up a weapon 
upgrades, usually shotguns, that type of thing. And uh, it's mostly you're back in, got to be concerned about your health. And yeah. so you got to watch those health pickups, which are sparse. You yeah. got You got to locate them. They're uh, also enemies are bullet sponges and two. Yeah. Um, yeah. More, more than the first one. The first one you could kill one of those cats in just a few shots. You could kill a dinosaur mm-hmm. in 20 shots. I know you can kill a T-Rex. Come yeah. on. But in Will here, gun? in this thing, that guard, he took, right. what, 30 bullets before he hit the dirt? It's like, come on. Yeah. yeah. He's, he is, like you said, he's a, he's a bullet sponge. Yeah. But, you know, a little bit, a little bit better, more, more polygons. We, we upped our polygon game. So Laura's got a little bit more instead of having the pyramid boobs. Yep. She's got like, you know, a softer curves to her. <laughs> she um, has a couple other bu- straight edges to her boob. Fl- right, platform. right. More, yeah. more. Yeah, exactly. But she got, <laughs> got flares this time around, which I really appreciated because this is a much darker game yeah big time uh, than the first one the first one's very neutrally lit almost yeah. everywhere you go yeah. all the tombs have great lighting yeah uh but yeah you'll you'll notice right away it's like oh shoot i wish i had some flares and you go through your little your little backpack and go oh i do have flares sweet yeah, yeah it's not Time bad. To fire them up i also really like um i felt like the pacing was better and two two had um yeah a better sense of scale like you would walk into a, a space where a giant underground temple was some ancient temple Right, and where I a remember, giant spider is waiting for you. Is that the one? Yeah, but I don't know if it's the yeah. one with the spider, but I remember walking in there the first time, some more than once in the game. Mm-hmm. And even though we're talking 98 graphics, right? Yeah. yeah. Unbelievably. 97. Over, yeah, 97. Overwhelmingly awestruck by just a giant temple with huge heads and weird serpent faces. Mm-hmm. And you got to solve these puzzles. And you would just be like, oh, I hate the save system in all of these games. I will say oh, that. Oh, yeah. They're the yeah. worst. The worst. On the, on the Yeah. The Windows system, you could save anytime you wanted. If you're on the PlayStation, I think in the Sega Saturn for the first one, you had to make, you had to get to the save crystals, which means that was the starting point from wherever you saved. And I'm with you. That was a pain in the butt. I yeah. liked my emulator. That guy's hilarious too, by the way, on screen <laughs> with his long, total his long, stiff arms. Yeah, it just comes. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. Um, my my, yeah. bu- my buddy Andrew said something terrible that I will now share. <laughs> share when he please. and I used to because we play these games together quite a bit. Most of these games, right? Um, PlayStation One era. Me and Andrew hanging out at one house or the other, nonstop playing like Resident Evil. We played three times over with with each other together. One the guy on a controller, the other guy <laughs> laughing and pointing and whatever. And right. we played this, and every time there's a save point or a health, uh, you know, a little roll-up health thing, mm-hmm. he'd go, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm going to show this. He would say, hey, go sit on that dildo over there. Uh, nice. And I'd go, dude. What? It's dude, a health don't say pack. That. It's a health pack over yeah. there. And he'd be right. like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then he'd walk into another room, and there'd be another one in the corner kind of glow, and he'd go, go sit on that dildo over there. I think he so had a he real was, problem. He was... He was just as mature as you would expect someone of that age yeah. to be. Now he's yeah. like a big shot, uh, big shot realtor guy. Love and it. And I just want to walk into one of his home sales. Like he'd be back in the house going, and over here we've got the dining set. As you can see, this area is very airy or whatever. And I just walk in and go, hey, dude, go sit on that dildo over there. Like I just want to do nice. it. I just want to do it. Just you get, get a little payback. Yeah, a little payback. A little stare, little like oh, you thought I forgot, didn't payback. you? You, exactly. you injured me. You injured me. This is this is. Uh, I mean, this is a, you know, you have these friends you just do everything with. That's what oh, it yeah, was absolutely. for me in the nineties. Me and him, yeah. everything. Jeez. This person is still in Italy now. A lot of this takes. I think it dropped off the Great Wall first. First of all, the open uh, the opening to both of these 
games are just really weak uh, story points of motivation. The first one, you're getting hired Mm -hmm. by someone, of course, the betrayal and everything else that goes along in this one. Um, you're go you drop off to the Great Wall. You're working for an organization, except I think this is supposed to be part of your team or something. And then you go to Venice for some reason, but then you end up back in Tibet and China and, and you're different in you're places. in or uh, sorry, uh, Venice a, a whole lot in two. Yeah, yeah, a lot, two. way yeah. more than you'd ever want to spend in Venice. I'm sure Venice is great. If I lived right. there, that'd be a different deal. But I don't want to go. But there as there's much no. It's, how many tombs are in Venice? How many tomb raidings can you do in? In I don't know. I don't right? know that much. I I only know what I know about Venice is in what I've seen in movies. Yeah, it's just a it's a, a town living on water. It's what that, that what is. town living on water and uh, occasionally people will drive through on uh, Mini Coopers. That's all I know. That's that's it. Yep, and guards with really small, bad AI who can soak up fifteen bullets before they right. fall. The AI is definitely still very weak here. Um, also still got the auto aim stuff going on, uh, but it's, it's more refined. And this is, this Ugh. was the, this was the highest seller. I believe this was a, one of the biggest. Yeah. Two uh, was huge. On the PlayStation. Two, yeah, two was is huge. huge. By the time three came out, we were nearing the end of the PlayStation's era. And so I think mm-hmm. that that reflected that, but um, she just did something that pisses me off in all of these games. <laughs> these muddy textures, right? So what will oh, happen is yes, they're so muddy yes. that what will happen is if there's a switch in a room that you need to find and flip, there's no and hints, will. there's no glowy anything, there's no arrow. You just no. have to find the damn thing. And it's often meshed inside of a texture where it's impossible to see that damn switch. Yeah. You just have to figure it out. If you don't like backtracking, do not play Tomb Raider. Yeah, don't play because Tomb Raider. It, it will, uh, it, you often will see the fastest path. You'll walk to where you think where you need to go. And you're like, okay, I see where I need to go. Now I need to spiral my way up through these vertical levels and find where the switches are. And like Scott said, all, all, there's like, too many switches that just blend in with everything. And it's not funny. No, <laughs> and there's not, also not nothing. Fun. There's nothing it's on not screen funny. that tells you where you are with your ammo count. You have to look in your right. inventory to see. So you yeah. could be blazing away on a dude with your with your bullets for, with for your, whatever gun. For your good guns for your right. good guns, and not know that you're down to three. Like none of that UI stuff we had figured out yet, or you know yeah. decided not to do yet. So the game is not the game is not intuitive in some of those mm-hmm. ways. I liked that at the time. Because I was like, everything was discoverable. It's like, whoa, I'm in a, right. I'm in a new, I, this is amazing. I wonder how deep this goes. I wonder how this works. You know, like that kind of stuff was like fresh and new. These days we expect a little bit more, you know? We expect, we expect so much more. Like a comparative game is like Uncharted in its themes. And it is much more, you know, a lot more quick time events, much more on rails. But you always feel like you know where you're going. You feel mm-hmm. like the task is clear. You may choose a couple of different things, but for the most part, it's very linear. And that's not so true here. It's yeah. and, but it's not in a good way. It's like it's like good luck. They just throw you in there and go good luck. And everything you have to learn, like uh, you have to go. You in the first one, you didn't have to necessarily go to Lara's mansion. I don't even know if it's even in the first one, but definitely in the second one, you go to Lara's mansion mm-hmm. and or home. And uh, you jump around, you learn how to do the jumps that you need for it's like later your, on. It's like game. your tutorial zone. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a training zone. And we get introduced, I know this is, we get introduced here to her butler. And you're like, oh, okay. So she's not just some, she's not like, so the first time I played in the first one, I remember thinking, oh, so maybe she's kind of like, she's like a Magnum PI. 
you know, she's living sure. in some person's manner, you know, because that's what you do. And, you know, it's like <laughs> so-and-so is away for the, you know, for the season. So I'm living here. And the second one, you're like, oh, the Croft family is ridiculously rich. So <laughs> she's kind of like, you know, a Bruce Wayne type is totally different than yeah. what I thought. No, you're right. Um, you're right. She, it's more about like, she has daddy issues. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I don't mean, I don't mean like, you know, not in the, the stereotype way. I mean, her dad was killed. There's a lot of mystery around why the, yeah. these games don't get into it that much. The newer ones do, but there's a whole story there. And she, you know, some of it's just straight up revenge, and she doesn't know it. But that's yeah, what she's yeah. sort she, of on the she path. She discovers for. it later. Betrayal is a is a huge thing in all these adventure games, right? That happens in all of them. Yeah, in fact, it's, I, I, I kind of like the Uncharted. I kind of like the Uncharted movie, even though people give it a lot of crap. I had fun. I like that movie. Okay, yeah. yeah, it's it's a lot of that kind of stuff. I don't too. hate. But I don't can, hate it the way people hate it. People are right. way too hard on that movie. I think for what it is, it's fine. But this kind of scratched my Sims itch. You know how much I love playing the Sims. Oh, you love and the I Sims. Love, yeah. I love trapping people in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you can trap. You can trap Jeeves. His name is not Jeeves, but people have nicknamed him that. The butler. He's old as crap, man. He farts. He walks around and he farts <laughs> and he makes noises and tinks and it's it's, it's crazy. But yeah. If you get tired of his getting in the way business, yeah, you can lock you can lock him in the freezer. Yeah, which I which would. I, I, I didn't know at the time. I learned this years yeah, later. I didn't never either. bothered, but I love that. I love that you can do that. Yeah, because well, you know, Batman's done that to Alfred at least four times. You know. Oh, it, that's yeah. It's it's the joke. They you know it's it's what they do. They really did go. Hey, what if we took just a chunk of Batman, right, and a chunk of Indiana Jones, and what if we mush those two things together? And now there's a game. Now, now we have a whole new, like that really is what they mm-hmm. did. And it really is. In it, some it, ways, Uncharted did a similar thing, except right. they took this more mature Lara Croft deal and took Indiana Jones and mushed those things together and had this smart mouth talking, you know, Nathan Drake. Yeah. Guy. Those games are brilliant, uh, but I, you know, I'm not sure oh, they yeah. exist without Lara Croft. I don't know if to, without Tomb Raider, are there? Do we ever get Uncharted? I'm not sure. I don't. I don't think not. Not the Uncharted we got. I think that is a definite stepping stone. So like, it's, it's you know, like serials inspired Indiana Jones, right. Indiana Jones inspired Tomb Raider, and Tomb Raider and other things inspired Uncharted. I think there's a definite line. We wouldn't have, you know, we wouldn't have what we have without this stepping stone. This, yeah. This. Uh, I agree. I think it's, it's important. Well. It's important. People, oh, yeah. people, you know, deserve to... Prince of Persia, a real big influence oh, yeah, big on, on, you know, the, the realistic movement. This has got some really good realistic movement. And I, I saw some interviews talking about this as well. Um, a lot of games during this time to, to cut down on having to do all the animations it was using in motion capture. So they didn't do that here because they felt like they could have greater control over how it looks. And they did. And I love how uh how the how the animation i love the animation there's more frames per mm-hmm. second here too as well in this version mm-hmm. so you really feel like uh she's kind of coming alive yeah big time in, in uh, very, yeah and right now we're looking at three she's got jeans on uh, oh yes we got some new clothes it sounded like this a lot Her more clothes ambient are, noise loud Her clothes are very loud uh, uh this is the third game is a much more ambient game they did not yes skimp on any of that stuff you can hear like you know every bird every bug every chirp every whatever another new team by the way it's like they just ate through the last team so yep. let's hire some more hey we killed let's the last guys we need new guys in for the new tomb raider sweet get them in yeah. here let's start yeah. ruining their lives um 
It's bad precedent, I'm afraid. But it, but it is. Uh, it's a strong entry. I didn't like it as much as two, but it was okay. Right. Um, the setting was uh, now we're what we're going to Antarctica. Yeah. Um, we're doing. Uh, we're going all over the world. We're doing South Pacific, Nevada, London, uh, India. Um, I like when you start off because you you start off and you you're sliding down a hill. And uh, that's that's a lot of fun. You got to jump at the last second. It's just it's just like every other Tomb Raider game. You have to you you have to die repeatedly. That's part of being an adventure, right? Like the Indiana Jones idea. He he goes in there. He's already done this a million times, so he can escape through it. You get to do the same thing, yeah. but you got to figure it out by dying a whole bunch a of times. a whole bunch of times. Even the new games, over. even the new games understand that they had those. They were famous yeah. for those crazy deaths. Death oh, sequences. and you feel so bad too, especially when she dr- when she drowns. Yeah. It's like, oh, 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 and yeah. she's like oh. drowning, or uh, in the newer the ones, she'd fall into a spike pit and just ooh, oh, ease yes. down into these spikes. Oh. It's so awful. Um, it's so this my biggest problem with three, honestly, and I'm seeing some of it here. The camera, the camera work is bad. It's uh, really uh, in your face and no, in the way. And no improvement. No. no improvement on the camera system. It, I'm not even sure. Point. I think it's a step back on camera because they try yeah. to do more complex environments. And as a result, they put up more walls and more shit to have cameras mm. get stuck in. And it yeah. just made it a more frustrating experience. Yeah, this it gets a lot tighter. The first ones were more open. Um, of course, we, you know, whenever you do that, that takes more processing. So you, if, you, if you put a bunch of walls up, it doesn't take as much. Yeah. Um, I do like yeah. that she's... I think the character is a more mature version of Lara Croft. She's not just some, yes. you know, lady with boobs. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. She's, she's, I think they've actually, I think they've actually reduced her proportions uh, a little bit. And I, I actually like this, this character model pretty good. Yeah. It's not bad. What was the one that was yeah. uh, right after, not a right after this, but there was a series of these games. Oh, these load screen portions though. Oh my gosh. I forgot about these. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but they tried to be more okay. cinematic. Whatever, I'll give them, yeah, give them yeah. credit where it's due. Uh, but what was I going to say? The uh, uh, I totally forgot. I forgot what I was yeah. that's really great. <laughs> something about I, graphics, something about models, and then I don't remember. maybe she's a little hippier. Maybe she's a little hippier in this one. Maybe they went the Disney route. It's like uh, we we don't want to extenuate the boobs. We want to extenuate the the hips. Maybe that's uh, maybe, maybe that's that was going. it. Yeah, I don't know. She's just more of a badass. Like I like her more in three, but the overall game yeah. I like less than two. Right. Um, and this her icon- isn't this the one where they did the iconic swimsuit? They actually the, the they actually showed like in the movie. And this I think yeah that t- the not swimsuit, but um uh, yeah um what do you call it with Angelina Jolie? Yeah, but it's the thing. It's the what do you call that? Like scuba scuba thing. Whatever. Scuba 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 Steve scuba Steve. <laughs> I'm scuba Steve. <laughs> But look at this, full-on cutscenes, dynamic cameras, like three tries yes. of shit, you know? It really did. I And like I said, I enjoyed it, but the thing I hated the most was uh, the... It, I, I don't know if it happened in two. In the first one, if you encountered an animal, you killed it. That was just... If you, if you see something move, you killed it. In two, I want to say that was pretty true too, but I didn't play all the way through. Three, right off the bat, you had to start making choices. Do I want to kill this monkey? Or not, because he's not going to bother me unless I run into his path and might like swipe my leg and take like one health point away or something. Yeah. What did that, um, what did that monkey do to you really? You know? Yeah. I mean, and if you follow the, the monkey, well, lots of times they'll appear because they're going to grab something and they're going to, you know, they're going to kind of lead you toward the path you got to be because a lot of these textured walls, you can't, 
you're like, oh, where's the, you know, where's the, where's the opening set? You can't find them because mm-hmm. everything looks, you know, flat. Yep. But, yep. you know, if you watch a monkey go in, it disappears like, oh, I need to go over there. And you we haven't even talked much about the water and all these it, it progressively <laughs> the getting better. They do get better, but swimming. they got that hideous texture on top with like the little white ripples. Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah, it, it is bad. We really moved on from that. We Thank God. That was on, actually right? the, that was actually, there was, there was two factors that we would look at in every Tomb Raider game that would come out. You would like, how's the ponytail tick and how's the water? Because <laughs> that was always tick. a major driver for those two things and quality of, 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 of graphics. Yeah. That's what you'd look for in the updates. And these again were year over yeah. year. They just kept making them. Yeah. Every, like every eight months is like, well, that one did good. Let's try it again. I don't remember it feeling like that back then, but that's literally what it was. It was like, I don't Call either. Of Duty. That's how they do. Call what, of Duty what, now. what hell was going on for those developers? You remember man? this? There's just, a whole generation of kids who, this thing I just put. Oh my God. Thing. They don't know what this is. They never seen this. Saving yeah. game to the memory card and memory card saving slot one. Game. What does that even no. mean? What kind of psycho no. world did, do we live in? Did, oh, I heard a story. Who was it? Well, somebody in the community this week was was telling me, yeah, they got so far through. I, I can't remember which version of Tomb Raider it was, but mm. they got really close to the end. And they had one of those third-party memory cards, which were prone to having corrupt saves. All kinds of issues, yeah. Oh, and they ran into a corrupt save. <laughs> oh, oh that would be... That would be devastating. I did that man. with, uh, oh shit. I think it was my first or maybe second run. Maybe it was second run because they didn't bother me as much because I'd already played it, but it was, it was, uh, Wind Waker on the GameCube. Oh, I yeah. had a third party card mm-hmm. and it corrupted during play. And when I went to do a new save or something, or no, I went to load something and it just j- I jacked the card up. It just did never oh. work. So I lost all my progress. What a stupid time. Oh. Stupid time. I know. Well, you know, it's just still the same though. Now it's just cloud saves. Well, now it's hard drives. It's still hard drives and cloud saves. Yeah. But I never, I, I can't tell you the last time I had a save corruption. It's been no me either, which is good. Thank forever, yeah. yeah, forever. Not to never. mention, not, we've also kind of had it beaten into our head: save often. So yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it, other, otherwise, you know, I didn't save that often. Well, plus games before. are getting better at just doing inter, interval saves. So it's not yeah, so bad. I'm now. saving that for you. Hey, moron, I'm saving that hey, for you. Hey, dummy, hey. here comes some saving. Hey. Uh, three is interesting, <laughs> worth checking out. Um, but there was going to be a bit of a break there. Not really another year is all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you would be playing, uh, the last revelation. We're just going to mention these cause you know, we're heading into non retro or less retro territory, but this is a PlayStation one windows and dreamcast release. And, um, it is okay. It's not, yeah, it's oh, more, it's more of the same. The really only reason to really mention it is PlayStation one windows again. Yeah. But, it's back on the Sega again, where it started. Originally, the first Tomb Raider was being developed on the Sega Saturn. They weren't even thinking about Sony because Sony said it did not stand up to their quality. And eventually it did. And the Sega Saturn kind of got mm, pushed to the side a little bit. And yeah. now we all remember the PlayStation 1. But there was a time when it was going to be Tomb Raider and Sega, yeah. right? Yeah. That's, that was, that was going to be the connection. Now all we think of when we think of Tomb Raider is PlayStation. I mean, there was yeah. Windows versions, but no. That PlayStation, that Sony PlayStation, that's just where it's at. Yeah, and this version. But we had a Dreamcast version. Yeah, the Dreamcast version was pretty tight. I liked it. Um, yeah, I, I, don't I, think- I was not a big, ter- I wasn't a great fan of the Dreamcast version. I was a fan of the fact that Tomb Raider was on my Dreamcast. Yeah, I, I think you, that's you like that the, they, 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 we friend, they're friends again. Sega and right. Uh, right. Eidos were friends. 
And that's right. that's enough for you, for Brian there. That's, um, all, I, that's all I need, man. Tomb Raider. Uh, there were some handheld versions, a Game, Boy, a Game Boy Advance game and a Game Boy Color game. We're going to talk about that Color game for just a second mm-hmm. um, because the Game Boy Advance game is actually a little more advanced um, in general. It's okay. It's, all, it's an all right game. Yeah. But if you really want to see some OG business, uh, go look at Tomb Raider <laughs> from 2000. And unlike most right. Game Boy Color games, which lock down the sprite resolution of the player character, like right. at 16 to 32 pixels tall or something. Mm-hmm. Core, Everyone's again, Core small. making this. They they decided to make Lara 48 pixels high <laughs> to accentuate her looks, which She's is a, a little giant. weird. Yeah. I think she could take on the T-Rex in this version. Yeah. I think she could just could just bite his head off. But I tiny love arms. the smooth, rotoscopy looking animation on it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I do love it. it. It very much reminds me of a cartoon. It's it's kind of cool. I kind of like it. It's, it's side scrolling, so uh, but the animations are, are pretty detailed considering yeah. it's, it's a unique of, look. Prince of Persia style business happening. Very there. much Prince. They yeah. finally got the Prince of Persia game they wanted to make. Yeah. And I like yeah. that about it. Um, yeah. It's not a bad she looks game. So angry. GBA game, pretty good too, but we're not going to talk about that one, but it's pretty good. She's got some serious resting Laura face, though, in this one. <laughs> yeah, she does. RLF. RLF. Yeah. yeah. Resting mm. Laura face. <laughs> it's pretty intense yeah i have resting bitch face so i understand the right you the, understand the, the struggle that's a horrible curse the other day it we really had is. a comment on youtube i think it was for this show maybe it was for tms i don't remember which brian but we were on a show where you got we have our two screens right now looking at each other right and someone said oh i just love the dynamic between these two but why is scott so grumpy on the and his face is so grumpy I'm like, what's wrong with him i have rbf who? man I just who, have RBF. Who, yeah, who pissed in his cornflakes? I, I wish I didn't have like RBF. The only thing worse than RBF is my sister's uh, RHF, which is resting helper face. Because oh, she oh has yeah, to do, I'm a little bit bad about that sometimes. She goes to like a Walmart or a Target or something, and 15 yeah. people ask her where something is because they think they, oh, she's helpful and works there. happens all the time. I know. No one way. wants to talk to me because I look pissed. And I'm not right. Right. Don't talk. To, even if he does work here, I don't want to ask him anything. Like, here's my, here's my, it. here's my resting face. Okay. I'll just do it. Right. Oh my God. What are you so mad about? Scott? I look pissed. <laughs> so I have to go like this all the time. Ooh, what are you so mad about, bro? Look like, yeah, you like your, your, you're contemplating how life has cheated you. <laughs> Duh, it's annoying, dude. It's annoying to me. Let's play this game. Yeah. Uh, go play Tomb Raider, everybody. Destroy it. <laughs> Time to play Guess Our Game. We play a little audio from something old-ish, and uh, mm. we try to get each other uh, stumped as to what it is. We can ask three questions. We can give other hints if we want as the owners of the clip. I'm going to start today with a game from... Where's my notes? It is from... Hold on. From 90- the year 1992. Two. This is PC. 92. Oh, some... PC, very political correct games. Yes. And when I say PC, let me also say Amiga and what was the other one? So 8-bit systems, essentially. Yes. Like Commodore 64, that era, Atari, Ish. It, it, yeah. it stuff. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Right, right around that time where things computers. started to change. But yeah, that was that was it. Right, right, right. So here's your audio. Let's see if you can figure it out. Here you go. How are you going to find that statue and all this junk? He thought this was a Maasai warrior. Some kind of funeral urn. It's a stone carving of Shiva. It's a medieval gargoyle, or good imitation. It's a copy of an Egyptian statue of Horus. All right, any ideas? Statue and all this junk. He thought this was a Maasai. It feels like it definitely feels like you decided to go with like the Dig or Indiana Jones or something. 
Yeah. So what I wanted to do is, I, this is a good hint. You I wanted, wanted to find something yeah. that was thematically compatible with today's right. main topic. I'll put it right, that way. right. <laughs> Someone in the chat already. A bunch of people in the chat already know. Actually, right. I'm impressed. Oh, really good. 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 Yeah. Um, okay. So let's let's see. It's PC. Um, who's our developer on this one? Uh, this is. Oh, that's a. I guess I have to give it to you. It's one of your questions. Oh, is it? Is it the? Is it the? Is it the name of the game? It's uh, no, but it's a, <laughs> it's going to make things more obvious. It is okay, uh, okay, Lucas okay. Arts is the answer. Okay, Lucas Arts are right, right. So you well, can probably in, sorry, you can probably infer by that that this is very point and click because this right, is right. that era. All right, right, right. Uh, is it in the Indiana Jones game? Is it? I'm gonna say you're very, very close to the final title. Very close. Okay. Oh, it's but it, it's, it's it's Indiana Jones adjacent, right? It's part of the series, right? I'm gonna it's say it is. But it doesn't have the name. Does it have the, does it have the name in it? Is what you're saying? Yes, I will say. That's your third question. I will say it has the right. name Indiana Jones in it, but what's the rest? Okay, okay. So that that must be that kind of gave me a clue there. That that so that must be uh, is it Fates of Atlantis? Uh, is it close? It's well, I'll give it to you. It's the Fate of Atlantis. Oh, I'm gonna get the Fate. <laughs> Not the Fates. There's only one. As far as I know, there's only one Fate. Right. Um, but yeah, no, you're close enough. I'll give you that one. All right. Uh, oh, good. Yeah, good. I think you deserve a win on that one. Yeah, that's, um, I hope mine is as easy. I was kind of worried about having so much dialogue because you start naming names and right. stuff. And you start getting inflections. And you're like, okay, I know what this is. I will Usually say. just do music. I mean, that guy sounds nothing like. He's stuff. supposed to be Indiana Jones. Listen to this. No, you can definitely tell he was, he was inflecting he this Indiana was Jones. Yeah, it doesn't sound anything like him. It's like it's no. not even close. Listen, listen to this. It's a stone carving of Shiva. That's not him. No, it's no. a stone carving. But he's, of he Shiva. does kind of have that attitude, like it though. It's it does sound like him, but it doesn't sound nothing like him yeah. all at the same time. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of poopski. People have been asking me to play this one lately too. We got to review this one. People you should have been, play this. This, it's this good, one's uh, this one's come up a couple of times lately. People it's a, are it's a quality right uh, game. Actually, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Excellent work. Uh, let's do mine now. What's my year? What's my thing? Platform and all. The that. year is 1997, and I got mine so easy and quick. I think I'm going to give you a clue that it would easily fit in with next week's topic that we decided on. Oh. PC 1997. Okay. Well, let's play it. Here we go. Last time I had a three was when some hooker vomited Thunderbird on Bryant's desk, and yours truly led the cleanup crew. <laughs> oh, is this the point-and-click um, uh, the, the Blade Runner game? It absolutely is. Oh, point yeah, and click dude. Adventure, uh, Westwood Studios. I played and, that game. Uh, I loved that game. Yeah. Yes, oh, I know. And I was so excited when you started talking about because I we started with all this cyberpunk stuff and I was like, Oh, that would be perfect. Yeah, no, perfect. I love that game. Um, there's, they try, didn't they just recently do a remake and everyone was mad cause it wasn't good or something. Hold on. Blade uh, runner game remake. I think this happened. Uh, oh man. Yeah, the enhanced edition, I think. Yeah. Yeah. On, uh, yeah some mixed reviews released last year. Yeah, people were uh, people thought it looked like hot garbage at the time. I don't know what. Yeah, the, let's see what people are saying. Bucks. Awful version. Game keeps skipping some actions while shooting. Enhanced version is terrible. It just adds some anti-aliasing all over the background. 
really only worth it for the original CD version that was packaged. Oh, and after the patch? Okay, so I guess you get the original as well. Uh, okay. If, hmm. Good job with the enhanced edition. I'm recommending Blade Runner. I mean, I loved that game, so I really was looking forward to this this remake, and it's poop. Yeah. But it's nine bucks. Maybe it's worth trying. I don't nine know. bucks. Look at us. Look at us doing some some pretty quick and easy guess my games this week. Look yeah, at us. That was a cool game. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, everyone. We all win. We're winners today here on the show. Well done. Now this. Welcome to the, to treasure, the treasure room. room. Treasure room. Oh, my. Uh, today we begin with an email. We're going to do two things today. A call and an email. The email came to playretroshow at gmail.com from Gray is his name. G-R-E-Y. Oh, yeah, Gray. The Gray. Gray. Uh, that was a movie with Liam Neeson I saw called The Gray. Oh, that, that's right. I forgot. And I just watched uh, the... the uh, in, in extended edition of The Hobbit, and Gandalf is still gray in those. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's pretty gray until he's white, you know? Yeah. Uh, let's see. He says, hi, guys. Oh, wait till you see this project my daughter's working on. I'm just going to oh, sneak yeah. peek it. She's doing – I haven't told anyone about this. This is not the, this is not the email, by the way. This is Scott. No, talking. it's something totally different. Because <laughs> you reminded me of Lord of the Rings stuff and reminded me of it. She's making a Lord right. of the Rings, bunch of prints, bunch of art prints that are – Lord of the Rings inspired Western scenarios. So oh, the sheriff is the town sheriff has a deputy who whispers in his ear. That's worm tongue. And the sheriff looks like shit. Right. Um, Gandalf, Gandalf and uh, Saruman are like tall, gentlemanly white suited guys mm-hmm. with like the little bowler ties and everything. And they've got like stuff on them. That's definitely references to the thing. Um, she got a, sh- she's got a shootout between, an Urukai and um uh what's his name? Freaking can think of his name all of a sudden. Uh Sean Bean's character. Um right. Anyway, Boromir. Bor Eric Boromir. So it's like yep. per, it's like um a, a standoff. It looks like a you know high noon shooting, except this is where Boromir gets killed. Mm-hmm. But it's you know, in this case it's quick draw McGraw. All the hobbits are like local towns, people are just simple folk, you know, milk and cows yeah. and and all that. She just did this whole. It looks so good. That's that's really that's really smart. I can't uh, wait for you to see it. It's that's so what good. Tolkien was trying to do with uh, bring you know modern fantasy. Yeah. Uh, with some with some modern takes, and there's there there's no more original story that Americans have than the old West. The old West. That's it's our, our it's our, our mythology, man. It's what we yeah, get. It's our mythology. Yep. Yeah. All you old countries, thousands of years of history. You get your you get your weird Celtic you know lore, and you get your your Norse mythology and your whatnot, mm-hmm. your Greek gods and all that. We didn't get any of that shit. Mm-mm. We came over here just a few hundred years ago. And so what do we, we got get? people riding on the horses and pooping in hats. Yeah. We got old West man, Woo. six shooters and revolvers and crazy tales. And I love it. It's one of my favorite yeah. things ever. Um, okay. Like uh, sorry. This email says, love the show. I listen and watch every week. Curious when we will see the first play retro slash film sack crossover with cloak and dagger. Love playing the game at our neighborhood uh, Fuddruckers. I almost said that wrong. <laughs> uh, as a kid and also enjoyed the movie with Dabney Coleman. Keep up the important work you do. Gray. That might be a fun way to coincide those. I like, think it would be great. It's a great angle. We're always looking for good angles on yeah. retro gaming. And that's that's a really good angle because I love that movie. Yeah. Well, I, I remember loving that movie. <laughs> and uh yeah, we'll see how it holds up. I'm not so sure about yeah. that. Yeah. Well, see, you almost said Fuddruckers wrong. You was going to say Fud Truckers? Nope. Is that I was going to say no. something very different. I was going to say <laughs> Pud 
No. Pud Ruckers. You got to, you got, you got to take it slow. You can't, you can't speed through that one. That one will get you in trouble. Because what is it? Because if you said Rudd effers. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Freaking no. I don't know. Right. That word's it's a easy though. Rudd, Rudd. That's how you start. That's how you do it. That's how you go wrong. If you start with the Rudd first. Yeah. That's how you, you start with the Rudd. You end up saying Paul yeah. Rudd and whoever. Yeah. Don't F, do that. Whoever F's Paul Rudd. Don't do that. <laughs> Uh, we got a call as well. Check this out. We got a call about our episode with Gauntlet, and it goes like oh. this. Scott, this is Scott Waldeck. Uh, I was reviewing your old Gauntlet uh, for Retro, and I noticed you missed a PC game called Get Medieval. It's 40 levels, has bosses, and it's actually quite funny. Uh, you might want to check it out. You'll see it on YouTube if you want to see it. And you can get it on CD. I got a copy. Bye. Okay. I didn't get the name exactly. Hold on. Get Medieval, I believe it was. Let's see. Got a PC game called Get Medieval. Get Medieval. Yeah, Get Medieval. Yeah. Okay, so Get... I'm glad you said that because I've had the hardest time figuring out Yeah, this is pretty cool. I I like what I'm looking at here. Um, Old games download. Okay, interesting. It's like you can get it off of... Oh, this is considered a bad That is seriously some gauntlet love here, isn't it? This is a... Oh, yeah, I like this. And the graphics are really cool, too. I like all these. Oh, wood. my gosh, dude. Yeah, that's beautiful. This is like, um, what era is this? This this this, uh, this cover art alone. 98 was the initial <laughs> release. Wow. People like it. Yeah, I like it. I'm down I with it. Play it. I don't know where to get it. Brian, you get uh, it. You can get it on. Yeah, there's a bunch of places. It looks like it's probably a, it's abandonware. So uh, you can get it on myabandonware.com. Get some um, Diablo vibes out of this art. Oh, like totally. Diablo they've got one. like a Diablo looking character. So Diablo looking. Yeah. Diablo one for sure. That's weird. Yeah. Well, thanks. For I that. like it. That's a great suggestion. Who was that again? What was their name? Uh, Scott is also his name. His name Scott. is Scott. Yep. Oh, hi Scott. Well, thank you, Scott. We appreciate it. And uh, glad you're enjoying the show. Keep coming back for more. And maybe one day we'll get to that game or we'll at least bring it up and talk about it more. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what we'll Who do? Knows? Our next game is going to be syndicate and cyberpunk shit all right <laughs> syndicate and cyberpunk shit i forgot i wrote that he wrote shit. hilarious i yeah. love when people read back what i said and when it was stupid that would be great because i you know in a lot of ways this the the aesthetic of what is considered a cyberpunk aesthetic today in various games right. ghost runner or you know i don't know the the what's that one where you go underground it's on game pass and playstation oh. uh, plus i forgot the name of it yeah underground oh. or it's all red. Uh, it's crimson, cyber crim- under crimson, cri- crimson hole or something like that. Whatever it is. <laughs> crimson hole. I don't remember. But Get out of my crimson hole. I don't know that these games have a good aesthetic without some of the early versions of this stuff. And Syndicate is absolutely one of these. Right. And we'll talk about it. We'll talk about the 360 game that everyone should have played but didn't. Um, it was amazing. That shooter was incredible. I cannot believe not enough people played it. So what happened is EA said, oh, we're not going to do another one then. Because that's what EA does. EA doesn't do it for the art. They do it for the money, and that bummed me out. And the art's right in the name. It's right in the name. Look at that. It's also, you know what else is in that name? Dick it. Anyway. Dick it. Uh, So that's (laughs) what we're doing next week, all right? We're going to do that. Come back for that so you PC people getting some love uh, next week for some of your old games. Uh, in the meantime, I would like you to all support us if you can at patreon.com slash play retro. Be like uh, Dennis Rhodes, Gordon Williamson, Scott McKeon, just three oh, of our cool patrons. If you want to be like them, and I know you do, and get some rad stuff in the mail, no commercials ever, pre-show content every week, and other benefits, go read about it. 
Patreon.com slash play retro today. My butler's in the freezer. Yep. Look at you over there mounting all your shit. What do we got going there? Look at that. Look Oops. at that. I got a little 3D print with a with a grippy hand. That's great. That's what life's about. And then mm-hmm. those skeletons don't know what to think. They're just like, what? They're like, oh, no, my God. Yeah, they don't. This, I can't believe it. This is Halloween-y as hell, what you got going here. <laughs> anyway, uh, please do all those things, and uh, we'd love your support. That would be fantastic. Playretroshow at gmail.com for all your emails. If you want to send us any uh, texts or voicemails, 801-471-0462. And everything can be found at frogpants.com slash playretro. Big thanks, everybody, for watching, listening, hanging out, and especially you live people. You're the best. Uh, it's so gonna do it for us, Brian. Anything you want to add before we go here? Uh, yeah, I think we're gonna go get thaw out some meat. Uh, and his name is Jeeves. Oh man, that's a great idea. Lock him in the room. Mm-hmm. We'll deal with him later. That's gonna do it for us. Thank you all for listening. Go play something retro, and we'll see you next time. Get more at frogpants.com. My secret is Dreamcast. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.